Hey there, Vermont Edition listeners. Hope you like dogs, because this one is short and sweet like a Dotson. How do I know? Because I'm Tedra Meyer, Vermont Edition producer, and I just edited it down. Hope you like it. Welcome back to Vermont Edition. I'm Michaela Lefrac. There's a new and mostly unknown illness affecting dogs in Vermont. Veterinary experts are calling it canine infectious respiratory disease complex. It's not kennel cough. That's a known bacterial infection. But the illness has been documented in dozens of dogs in Vermont, New Hampshire, and New York. Chad Eccleston is one of them. He lives in Underhill with his 10-year-old chihuahua named Tico. And recently he noticed Tico was getting sick. He started developing a cough. It was a, a lot of hacking. But it sounded similar to kennel cough, which uh, he's had before. It sounded like an amplified version of that. So I went down to my vet and just asked them, you know, what they thought. And they said that their best guess was that it was this upper respiratory disease that's going around, which still is yet to be named. Now, I am here to tell you that Tico is doing well. He made a full recovery, but we need to learn more about what this illness is. And here to talk us through it is Mallory Sullivan, an associate small animal emergency veterinarian at BEVS. That's the Burlington Emergency and Veterinary Specialist located in Williston. Mallory, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Now, when did you first become aware of this disease? We've really been tracking the upper respiratory infections uh, even through last year, Um, but my colleagues and I in the emergency department recognized that it was becoming more severe in the end of the summer, early fall, and then at the end of 2022. Um, So we got together and we decided that we needed to start tracking this to see if we could figure out what was affecting our community. So we actually started tracking these cases in the middle of January. And how many dogs have you now seen with this disease at BEVS? We've seen roughly 30 cases that we've been tracking. Um, It's very possible that that there are more. And I know that my colleagues in general practice have also been seeing increased uh, cases in their their practices as well. Um, So about 30 since the middle of January. Oh, geez. And and I'm sure that dog owners must be, be very scared coming in with their pets and they don't know what this illness is. It is scary, and this is uniquely uh, scary to us as veterinarians, too, because um, it's more severe than it has been historically. Um, In the past, when dogs come in with a honking cough, we often would discuss that it's probably a self-limiting virus or a a bacterial infection um, like Bordetella or commonly known as kennel cough, and those dogs would get better on their own. And sometimes we would even start them on antibiotics and they would get better and there were no issues. But we are seeing a large number of cases now that are coming in with progressive pneumonia. So signs that started as just upper respiratory, um, but then progressed to a dog that's very lethargic, won't eat with high fevers and difficulty breathing. And so that's what's really been been making us um, making us nervous as clinicians because they're sicker than they have been before. Hmm. And, and do we know what's behind the kind of semi-sudden jump in cases? We don't at this point. We've been submitting a lot of viral tests and PCR panels, um, and they're mostly coming back negative, which is frustrating. But we also know it can sometimes be really difficult to nail down exactly what the agent is. 
And it's possible that it's bacterial because that's a little bit harder for us to test. Um, it's a little bit more involved. So unfortunately, we do not know the name of the agent that's responsible. It's very possible that there are multiple, and that's why we call it a, a respiratory disease complex because sometimes it's a mixture of bacteria and viruses. So unfortunately, we don't know specifically at this time. Now, I, I know you just mentioned some of the symptoms, but but let's let's talk through them again so folks know what to to look out for in their own pets. Yeah, most of the time it's presented as like a honking cough. Sometimes they'll be hacking up white foam. That's called a, a terminal retch. And they'll have some eye or nose discharge that, that might be clear, but it might be green or, or yellow in color. And those are classic upper respiratory signs. But what I really want owners to watch for in a dog that maybe starts to cough is any evidence of pneumonia, which would be a more lethargic dog that's laying around. Um, one that refuses food and has some difficulty breathing. Um, so the takeaway is that it, it may start out as upper respiratory with just a cough, but but it can get worse, and I need owners to to really look uh, or watch their pets closely. And and is this a, a illness that seems just to be hitting dogs? Are you seeing other types of animals with these types of symptoms? It's- Great question. This is specifically dogs. Um, fortunately, our, our kitty friends are not affected. That's good. <laughs> well, I, I also know that you, you want to make it clear that this is not kennel cough, which is a pretty common respiratory disease in dogs that's spread by a bacteria, right? I think that the, the phrasing of kennel cough, I just kind of want to get away from um, if we can, because I don't think it, it there's a lot of things that that doesn't include. And so I say upper respiratory disease complex because there are viruses that are excluded when we say kennel cough. Um, most often that's referred or, or kennel cough is, is associated with Bordetella infections. Um, so, and that's a bacteria. So I think it just doesn't encompass really um, the, the full complex of the disease. Um, and this is not only affecting dogs in Vermont. Where where else are you seeing uh, these symptoms pop up? Yeah, it's a great question too. And and I have we have reached out to Cornell uh, to help us with our viral isolation test. And so they're seeing a lot of cases in New York. I know that I have colleagues in New Hampshire that are also seeing a large number of cases, and there are veterinarians in general practice that are also trying to do some tests to try and figure out what this is. But unfortunately, we as a collective have not nailed down a a single agent at this time. So I would say generally affecting New England. And and I'm also curious what steps a dog owner can and should take to reduce their dog's chances of catching this. You know, we don't want to be fear-mongering to say everyone should stay home and keep their pets inside, but I'm guessing maybe there are some things that people could do to, to make sure their pets stay safe. Absolutely. I think one of the important things is making sure that your dogs are up to date on their vaccines. And while these vaccines do not prevent the illness entirely, the goal is trying to to try and prevent the serious illness or the progression to pneumonia and the need for hospitalization. Um, So that would be like canine influenza, um, Bordetella, which is that kennel cough, um, and uh, something commonly called the distemper vaccine, but that's actually a combination vaccine. So making sure that your pets are up to date on those. the other thing is is just be aware. When you bring your dog out in public spaces um, and ex- they have exposure to other dogs, it's possible that, that they could be at risk for contracting this um, infection. But um, it's, it's we just need to watch our dogs closely in those cases. And if they do develop clinical signs, 
that's okay. I just encourage owners to bring them into the veterinarian sooner rather than later, just because these cases are progressing um, more than they have historically. So just being quick about getting them seen is is another recommendation. Hmm. Well, Mallory, before we let you go, is there anything else about um, this particular illness or, or other things that are going around in the world of pets that, that we should be aware of? Well, I think we, we covered all the, the big things. Um, you know, it, it's a lot of these dogs, unfortunately, require hospitalization. Um, so, and I know that that can get pretty pricey. So I, I think as an emergency veterinarian, I encourage all pet owners, um, as soon as they get their puppies and kitties included, um, to get pet insurance, because that really, that really helps take um, some of that burden off of the pet owners um, in the time of, of crisis and need. So that would be a huge recommendation across the board. Well, Mallory Sullivan, Associate Small Animal Emergency Vet at BEVS, thank you so much for sharing what you know about this illness with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.